Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, as promised, we are back. I am with Matt Little from the CBD Centers here in Mankato. How you doing this morning? Life is great, man. It's getting uh, hotter than that's uh, cold and a ton of snow, but it's good to actually see some snow in Minnesota finally. I think we are above average for the season already, and here we are just entering the middle of January, so it could be a while. You know, I if you're going to live in Minnesota, I always said you might as well have some snow. I just right. always hated that one inch every, you know, if you're going to get snow, just dump it on us. Let us have it. We've got it this year. Yeah, we got it. We've this got year. it this Which year. Which the snowmobilers and the snowmobile clubs are awesome because then they get actually. I actually seen a groomer out finally. Really? Yeah, and I haven't seen one a groomer, you know, a groomer grooming trails in a couple of years because we just didn't have the snow for it. Right. I couldn't. Is what I didn't understand is Mount Cato recently posted that they hadn't didn't have enough snow on some of their back runs. I don't know what the deal is with that, but people were all up in arms. So I'm not sure what's happening out there. But anyways, how does this affect? By the way. As far as a crop, do you guys have a short season with hemp, or how does that work? Hemp is uh, 100 to 120 days. So, uh, oh, you'll have plenty. Of yeah, you have plenty. Then. You know, and you know, it, if it's indoor, then it doesn't matter. Right, and you guys are working on that, right? We're working on the. It'll be, you know, well, I mean, when the marijuana. I guess that's what we're here to talk about. So, right. Yeah, we're definitely got the the greenhouse is getting prepared and the indoor. Uh, boxes are you know we're building a couple indoor containers for complete control yeah here here's the this is started a huge discussion last week the governor posted on social media that it's time to legalize recreational cannabis for adults in minnesota that started a whole conversation but the thing is about a month ago you and i had a chat and we talked about that and we kind of knew that that was coming because they have the votes that they need although they still need to work some stuff out yeah but i would say that it's coming it's definitely coming we've been uh, dealing with a lot of uh, coalitions and you know all of us members have been growing you know having conversations the first hearing is uh january 11th for talk about this hf 100 it's passed the house three times already just in a different form hf 600 um i don't know what the name of it was before that so the house has passed it every time right it always went to die in the senate because it was republican controlled senate. right um now with the trifecta um and the democrats controlling the 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 house and the senate and having the governor and having the governor because he said he's gonna sign it and you know it's it's time like right. you know you and i were talking a little bit about you know earlier it's like you know i don't feel bad when a 60 year old uh, legislation doesn't understand cannabis and it really most times they're not even calling it recreational anymore now they're just calling it adult use yeah um because just they're trying to soften terms but you know if they have this ideology and this theory behind cannabis because they watched reefer madness like it, it, we were talking about that before recording if you haven't especially young people if you've not watched reefer madness it is absolutely insane, and it, I, I laugh so hard when I watch it because it's just nonsense, and it was a documentary made years ago. God, what was it, in the 40s or 50s? Yeah. And it was it was about marijuana use, yep. and, and it's 100% off on everything. It's ridiculous. 
there's a long story that I could get into about, you know, just even, you know, how the cannabis uh, movement and my, making it illegal and prohibition was really a, a way for them to suppress people of color. There's like, there's definitely that theory behind there. Um, you know, Reagan actually had a letter from the head DEA um, and the guy wrote a letter saying you need to declassify cannabis. This is not a schedule one drug. It's not addictive. And Reagan completely ignored it because his wife wanted to do. Well, it was the dare. It was the it dare. It was the dare thing with it, Nancy. Reagan. You know, it's yeah. funny. You watch the Twitter files right now and they talk about the vaccine and I don't care which side you are on that. Um, but, you know, how government and agencies lied. And then I'm, I'm looking going, people are mad and upset. It's like, Look at cannabis. There isn't a more lied about industry. 33 states say it's medical marijuana is legal because it has medical value, but yet the government's still saying that it's schedule one drug has no medical value. They're in the government's eyes right now. Fentanyl is less dangerous than cannabis. Isn't that crazy? It is absolutely insane. It is time to change. <laughs> you know, they're hopefully they get the, the, the cannabis rescheduled they're trying to get a schedule right. a schedule two drug right now it's one thing that has always just drove me nuts is how does anybody or any organization tell another individual that a plant that grows out in the woods is illegal who right. are you right. <laughs> are you god <laughs> right that, that's what i'm trying well, they think I'm, so i'm like it to me it's insane Having said that, the discussion is already happening, and I know that's this is one of those hot topics where people are really divided, and it's a generational thing. I mean, literally, right? Yeah. A lot of Gen Z, millennials, and even Gen Xers are on board. I would say it's most people 50 and above, right? Or even into their 60s and 70s, and, and that, that, because they, they, were, they, they were fed yeah. just... It's nonsense. It's, you know, it, you know, look at racism with, with, uh, you know, my grandparents that were, yeah. you know, now passed along, but just how they grew up was different right. than how I grew up. Right. You know, so I think that we just have that, you know, what you get growing, grow into, like you become that thought process and it's crazy, but you know, here's the deal with even like the, uh, so my, uh, grandma's now on, you know, she fell down and got hurt and we're got her on some one milligram nano gummies, really low dosage. Right. Uh, we're changing hemp and CBD products have really curbed this. Oh my God. I'm, you know, reefer madness because they start realizing like it is helping. All right. of a sudden I take it, my pain goes away or I've had the best night's sleep ever. That's the number one thing we see at the store. Right. You know, oh my God, I slept the best way. It's like, yeah, you missed out on 30 years of your life sleeping there, like this. There's so many people that confuse hemp and marijuana. Yeah. It's, it, and the CBD products, they don't understand that not everything is THC infused. Correct. And, right? and, and here's the deal. I tell people, and I've done a lot of presentations for, you know, the drug task force and, and everybody will listen. It's, it's not pot. It's not getting high. There's so much more to cannabis. It's really, it's the, the next five years, 10 years. It's the science of cannabis. If you want an upper, you want a downer, you just want to chill and feel good. It's the cannabinoids that we add into it and other botanicals, you know, so it's really the, it's, it's experimenting with your experience. It's so much more than just, I want to, you know, Get high. Yeah. The, the key word there, the botanicals, it's funny you mentioned that because a lot of celebrities now, as the alcohol movement fades, it, are, are 
uh, marketing their own products and a lot of its beverages, like Katy Perry is a great example with her Desois. It's all botanical-based yep. uh, beverages and mixers and stuff yep. that you can mix with what ginger ale, 7-Up, whatever, just like you would with a vodka or a whiskey or anything else. And granted, and you and I always say this, you're not going to get blind, intoxicated like you will with alcohol. Right. If, if, yeah. that's, if that's your goal when you want to consume something, then you need to go talk to your doctor, right? Right, yeah, exactly. because that's what alcohol does to you. You literally are pouring poison in your body and suffocating your brain, right? I, that's why you black out. I mean, you can't. You just can't get through to some people because it's just what they've been taught, right? Yep. So here's the question: Is there anything new since the last time we talked in regards to them moving forward with the recreational use bill? So the, the House is going to pass it. They're going to kick it over to the Senate. Uh, the Senate's never seen this bill, so it's passed three times in the House. So in the Senate, what will happen is that now it's Democratic-controlled. It won't get buried, but they'll go back and forth. There's some things, and there's language, and there's some things in there. Uh, we're actively working on helping them guide the legislation because what we don't want happening is where like Oklahoma or Michigan, where right now like Michigan's uh, 2022 uh, cannabis uh economics was three billion dollars and almost half of that was illicit market so sure, there's right. some there's some negatives to you know making adult use recreational use cannabis it's not all rainbows and sunshine so right. we really have to do this right you know one thing that minnesota's done white so far and they are going to keep this dual path legalization going is they're going to allow low dosage hemp derived thc products that we can currently sell and buy sure. on the market that's staying in the bill they're going to keep that and allow that to happen. Right. That's huge for Minnesota. And here's why people don't understand that when you pass adult recreational marijuana, that you no longer get to claim under that. There's a whole nother set of problems. One, I, you know, as a, you know, manufacturer grower, this or that, I, I can't get banked under that part of the business. Banks won't touch it because federally it's illegal. Don't even, yeah. you got to file, <laughs> you got to file a form 280. So I don't, you don't get to write off any of your normal deductions. So as a business, you don't have any deductions because of on a federal level, because the feds don't recognize it. So that's a tax burden to that corporation. Um, they're talking about an 8% tax. So they're actually doing a good thing on bringing it in at a low tax instead of like 15, 20%. If you have a huge price variation between the legal market and the illegal market, you're never going to give the legal market a chance to blossom and, and turn into what it needs to. Because, you know, let's just be honest. Like the guy that if you can go to the store and get what you want and it's 25 bucks, let's say, for an eighth. But, you know, at the, on the street, but you go to the store and it's 45 bucks. You ain't going to the store. Here, here, here's what people don't understand that um, you can right now, today, not legally, but anybody who wants to buy a bag of weed can just go buy it. Yeah. It's that simple. It's everywhere. Everybody knows somebody. Law enforcement knows that, yep. right? It's yep. petty stuff. It's yep. just petty stuff. So if if they t if they make this too difficult for the legal market, right? The and let's just say a, a quarter ounce on in with the legal market is $80 and the guy on the street can still sell it for 40, he's going to win. He's always going to win. And when they possess this, you're not you with legal possession. You won't you won't know where people got it. There's no there's no risk. No. So the the risk reward. So the risk goes away. The reward is great. So that's where like that's the problem with Michigan. And now they're starting to use other agencies. You know, 
the revenue agency, right. they're going to get, they're going to nail them on just like they did with Al Capone. They're nail them on tax evasion. Right. Uh, and you know, the, the issue I have is, is every other thing is regulated, you know, even from buying your car, you can't buy one on Sunday in Minnesota. And, you know, we couldn't buy liquor to, on Sunday for a long time. Stupid stuff. Stupid stuff. But it's regulated. And yeah. it's regulated for a reason. Um, you know, we've always said since 2019, we need some baseline regulations because the guy that's selling it on the street, he doesn't know if it's been sprayed with pesticides. He doesn't know anything because there's no certificate of analysis on it. You, you literally, I, I'd say this all the time to everybody right now, it's, Heinz ketchup was one of the reasons why we have the FDA. He sent his son out to Washington because at that time there was adulterated food products. You know, they would just put whatever in a bottle and say whatever they wanted to on a bottle back, the, back then. And so he sent his son out there to, to try to get some rules in place. And he had a bottle of two bottles of whiskey and one was cut with methanol because that was a thing back in the day. They would, right. they would literally cut their, you know, alcohol with methanol, which is, you know, in formaldehyde. And he, he put two glasses in front of the, the right-hand man to the president at the time and was like, one of these, these are two uh, whiskeys. One of these is uh, cut with methanol. You know, take them around, swirl them, tell me which one. So, you know, the guy swirls them and smells them. And he goes, well, that one's got the methanol. And he goes, are you willing to bet your life on it? Because that's what people have to choose every day. And he understood it. Yeah. He's like, okay, I get your point. So he took it back to the president. That's when the FDA got, in, uh, they actually formed the, Food and Drug uh, Administration, and they started actually cracking down on people. And that's why you see all these letters that the FDA kicks out because like, hey, you can't make these medical claims. You can't, you know, you can't have this product that says it's got five milligrams of THC in it, and it's got 32 milligrams of THC in it. They've recently caught people in Minnesota doing that. Death by gummies. Right. And yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm glad they did. Yeah. I hope they fry that guy. I absolutely... I have a book this thick, and one of these days we got to do uh, our podcast and have video so people can. I agree. It's yeah. uh, probably in the hundreds of pages, and it's products I've tested from all over the state, and it's absolutely appalling on what these manufacturers are doing. It is like I kind of feel like I got to be the defender of cannabis because if if you have a bad experience, you're never going to use it. Right. Talk to anybody who's gotten too drunk on freaking tequila. You know, I'm never touching that stuff again. Same thing with a gummy. You have a gummy and you're thinking you're taking a five milligram gummy and next thing you know, it's got 32 milligrams in it. And then when you take a gummy, how it goes through your digestive system, it turns into 11 hydroxy, which is three times more potent than Delta nine. Right. So now you're really high. It's a bad experience. It's, yeah, it's, they, they need to regulate it. There's not, there's not even yeah. a question. And, and that's gonna take a little bit of while. And I think that is part of what they're dealing with up the capital right now, right? They're gonna have to look at this and make sure that this looks right. Yep. before they pass it yeah and so there's two parts of this legislatively we got to make sure that it's got some bones and um it's boxed in and framed right uh one of the lobbyists we were talking to he's like it's a great bill right now but it's half baked no pun intended sure, right he goes they got to put the, they got to put it back in and bake it a little more and so there'll be some changes like probably you know there's going to go back and forth and it's going to be changed from what it is now which is great and then it'll get kicked back and they'll agree and then it'll go to the governor what is their opinion some of the people, without naming anybody, when do they think that we're gonna we're gonna hear more about this and this is gonna get voted on? So, if you talk to some, they would say they want it passed and implemented by July. Is that is that a real possibility? No, I don't believe so. You think that that's gonna get set back now? I think that if they do that, it'll be a catastrophe because they don't have the cannabis. Uh, they're they're gonna start a cannabis board. Uh, 
So they'll have another commissioner like the, you know, you have your nine commissioners of, you know, all the industries. So they got to start a cannabis board. Uh, they got to frame some rules and regulations. So once you pass the law, then you need to make the rules for the law. Yeah. Um, so I predict you're going to see it passed this year and it'll be in a, implemented by next July of 2024. What? Uh, I, 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 I'd be willing to bet you're right. Oh, <laughs> lobbyists are some powerful people. Right. But our governor, I think, is going to make sure, because he's that he, he's a walk the line type of guy, right? He doesn't rush things. Mm-hmm. And he usually does them. Uh, he, he has he has a plan and he follows yep. it. And he makes sure it's done right. I'd be willing to bet that he's going to make sure that this is done right, right? Yep. Because you don't want to have to backtrack like Oklahoma, right? Where it's yep. just the wild west. A third of the growing licenses in the United States are in Oklahoma. That's insane. A third. Think of that. That's just, that's literally... It's like trying to regulate alcohol initially in the United States. hundred percent. Right? Yeah, it's just nuts. And then throw in, it's like that. And then throw in that organized crime, AKA the cartel yeah, yep. are already big and strong. Cause that's what happened is Oklahoma made it the wild, wild west and the cartel just moved in. Right. And next thing you know, it's, it's crazy. funneled all their cash into that state. They literally single-handedly crush the market right now you can you can buy a pound of marijuana in california for 400 bucks good stuff are you serious i'm dead serious you can buy a pound how let me ask you this i'm not a criminal how does that prevent people from going out there and buying it and driving it back here and selling it on the street they do it that's happening now i mean like you said with a one degree of separation somebody knows somebody in this town that could get and that's where it's coming like you get some growers here and there but it's all coming from the west coast of oklahoma i mean a huge you know they're not growing it's it's just not worth it right wow that is that's crazy yeah it's that that price point is insane to me i got some friends that have huge grow operations out on the west coast sitting black right now doing nothing they can't grow like you can't you can't make it you can't make it and make profit at that price. That's insane. And you know, and that's a scary thought because that's when corners get cut. Right. You know, all of a sudden it's like, am I going to lose my business or am I going to do this, you know, whatever this is and shave, you know, 20% off the cost. So that's all of this stuff that we're talking about is the stuff that has to be worked out. So we prevent that from happening in Minnesota. Yeah. I think the, the thing that Minnesota is doing great let me, uh, is the 8% is a, a fair tax. Sure it is. Because what is alcohol and tobacco? Uh, nine, 10. And if you're up in the city, it's like up to 15% really? depending where you're at in Minneapolis. Sure. And tobacco. I mean, I, I think a pack of cigarettes costs like a dollar 40, but the tax is the rest. So like Isn't six, $7 in tax. Well, I think a pack of cigarettes, listen, I don't smoke, yeah, never have, but I think it's around $10 yeah. now, isn't yeah. it? That's insane. So to it's me. like 60% tax. It's huge. It's crazy. That's bonkers. So, you know, I think you got to, you got to let what happened. So I think you need to be able, you got to allow licenses. You know, there's definitely a social equity play on this bill that, so they're going to want people who've been affected with marijuana and some other things to get licenses. Yeah. And, you know, my opinion of that is I understand why they're doing it, but here's the thing. They should also make sure in that there's a ton of grant money that the bill was a lot of setting up grants and setting up uh, funding for a lot of different things like the social equity funding and uh, mental health funding and some of these things, which are all great. You know, it's let's make sure that those are in play. And if you're going to take somebody who, you know, in society's world was a criminal because they got, you know, they got busted for selling pound of weed 10 years ago. And well, you're he's going to expunge all that, right? They are. Yeah. And, you know, and they're going to let them have a license because of that. They should have to go through, like set up a business school and set up because they've done this in other states, this social equity play. 
it doesn't play out right because the people that are doing that typically don't have any business sense. Right. So, you know. Street, what they have is the street sense. Yeah, they got street sense. And that's not the way to conduct business. It's not no. the way, not a legal business. No. So, and you know what? Give them a chance. People change. I 100% right. agree with that. But let's set up some programs where they have to pass this, you know, they have to pass a, a six-month course, whether maybe you just tie it in with like SEC and here's your starter course for business. Right. And make them pass that before you're going to hand them a controlled substance. Sure. Because at the end of the day, you know, I have had liquor licenses in my name since I was 21. Right. Like, I have to get fingerprinted. I have to have a background check. I have to have all this stuff. Like, it's a controlled substance. You're, you're you know, you're dealing with It's a privilege to sell alcohol. We need to treat cannabis the same way. Yeah. The right actors need to have licenses. Yeah. Um, and it, it can't just be the wild, wild west. So you got to allow enough licenses so that it's not like pay to play because I don't believe in that system either. You know, the guys that are right. willing to pay... A, couple hundred grand for a license they shouldn't be the only ones that get one right oh for sure so uh bring your tax down which they got that and then put some teeth in there for the bad actors you know make it so that if you are selling illegal product or you are selling a product that's not safe that you're losing your license right i'm i'm dying to see how this plays out because i know that they've been working on this for years yeah and i know that there's a lot of people anticipating a rush on this but again, just knowing the people that are in charge up there, I think that this is going to hopefully be done right. And, I think so. And like you said, it may it may not it may get passed this year. But as far as here's what here's what people think about: when will people be able to go out and legally purchase it in a store? That's yep. the date that they're thinking about. And you're thinking maybe next summer? Yeah, July. I believe uh, July of 2024. Yeah, July or August of 2024. I believe that's because there's some people that would like to see it this summer. Right. And, you know, if you follow New York, they they passed it. I think it was like 18 months before they got the rules and regulations in place. And, and it was an absolute chaotic mess. Right. For those 18 months, because people are just they're just pot shops popping up. No right. big deal. Right. Um, you know, and I think that's something that I hope Minnesota can look at and learn and go, OK, we're not going to allow this just because it's decriminalized and it's legalized and we don't we're not set in place like there. Ha I mean, it'd be like someone opening up a bar on every corner. Like there's got to be some control. You, you know, one thing that I that I think about is there's so many people that I know that think that that it's going to turn our state and our towns into some different place. And if if you believe that, you haven't been around the country, right? Because I've been to Colorado, I've been to Nevada, I've been to a lot of these states where it's legal, and I've been down on 16th Street, and I mean in Denver, yep. right? And I've just it doesn't change anything, and no. is who. Who you're going to see, it's not going to be these, what a lot of people would consider social degenerates, right? That's not who you see in these shops. Right. I'm not kidding. Even if you're in Vegas, it's a lot of young and middle-aged professionals is what you're seeing in there. And it's funny. I mean, I'm like, people have no idea because of this stigma that's attached. Who's actually in there? And it's the it's this generation that's driving the whole movement. Yeah. And when, here's the other thing you're going to see. like, uh, So flour and cartridges and, and concentrates are a big chunk of the legal market. But that is starting to decline. You're seeing with the science of cannabis and, and more and more formulators and scientists getting involved in this industry, you're seeing it become more normalized in seltzers. I mean, we just got picked up by a distribution company. So we'll be in every bar in Southern Minnesota here with our new canna brand. And it's a, you know, if you grabbed a new canna seltzer, you would never have an idea what it is. You how, just, 
Right. So what will the dosage be in a can of Nucana? Uh, so right now they're five milligrams. Um, we got a social coming out that's actually going to be like uh, two milligrams. So we and we actually got a nano gummy that uh, is on the shelf right now with a one milligram dosage. Right. Um, so, you know, there's a big market for So a lot of people are going to be like, I want the 50 milligram gummy. Okay. That's the guy who's on a definitely a cannabis user, right? (laughs) Right. He's a a guy that regularly smokes. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's that market, but there's a huge market for the people who want to be kind of curious and they just want to, you know, they're going to casually use it on a weekend or, you know, right. And it's not going to be this. I want to get absolutely, you know, blitzed. It's I just want to relax, have a good time. That's me now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. Exactly. That's a great that for you that for us, that's, that's our market. Like I want that guy because they, you know, they have money. They, they're not going out and you know, the risk to over consume. You know, one thing I will tell people that the, the ideology that cannabis is safe. And it is, you know, there's never been a a reported death from it. You don't OD. Right. You don't OD. But (laughs) that said, we are man manipulating the cannabis plant. Sure. So there are some products that we have to be careful of. You know, one, you got to be careful that like if it's on the street, if people are going to dust it with fentanyl to make it, you know, their stuff better than the other. And that is a, that's a fact it's happening. I've tested product that from different dispensaries that in a dispensary had had fentanyl in it. Wow. Because they, you know, scary. It's I, this is what happens when competition gets tight and money gets tight. People are like, I need to make my weed better than your weed. Right. And they do stupid stuff like that. So uh, we got to we got to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. And so it's really important to know where you're getting your source from a trusted source. Know that, you know, for us, like vertical integration is one of the things that we're pushing really hard to pass because they actually have it. So you can't do that. And it just doesn't make sense from a legislation side of things. It's if we if you allow some vertical integration, what you, you cut out costs, you cut out middlemen. And you can bring the price down. It's all about consumers. If I can get the price to the consumer as affordable as possible and still have a business viable business that's profitable, it's a win-win situation. Right. And then you curb that illicit market. Right. It, the funny thing is, because I'm, I'm a big advocate, right? I, I believe it needs to be legalized. And and here's the thing. People ask me all the time. I mean, it's like, no, I don't. I, I literally, I don't drink alcohol. I don't do any drugs, right? right. I don't even smoke marijuana. But... I like the CBD products. Yep. You want to know why? Because I don't want to get to a point where I feel like my, where, where, where I'm in an altered state of mind. Right. right? I'm spending. So I'm always going to be a big believer, even when it's recreational is legalized. I'm most likely the, the CBD guy, right? Because yep. I like that. Just, I don't want to get blasted. I don't want to get intoxicated. If it's a Friday or Saturday night and I want to relax a little bit, I like the CBD THC. Right. And, yeah. and and I think you I think that market is going to grow. We're betting on it. Yeah. Like, we, it you know, is. we got another brand called Heiza. That's the, our cannabis brand. Right. Um, so it's Heiza and it's got a marijuana kite, so it's Heiza kite right. uh, playing off that. I so love it. Yeah. It's and it's got the pot leaf on it and it's got the, all the stigma stuff. So that's going to be that brand that, you know, and everything is terpene infused, you know, it's all cannabis driven. Uh so that brand is going after the you know, the consumer that's, you know, a connoisseur, because that's the other side of people don't understand it. If you haven't been around the country, like this isn't, this is a sophisticated market. It's getting sure. more sophisticated. It's like fine wine. You know, these people that are dabbing and, you know, you you get the, the different strains that create the different terpene profiles. And it's just like wine and a tasting t- thing. Right. So uh, that market's going after that. But, you know, we're betting 
that with the new canna brand and that it's going to be that the casual drinker the low low to medium dose kind of consumer that's gonna you know want to try different things it's part of it's part of that health and wellness movement big time people do not it i when i talk about alcohol is fading a lot of people it's a cultural and regional thing in this part of the country don't get it but i'm like dig go google it yeah it's a real thing gen z which is the young i would say 25 and under and then young millennials you know under 40 uh, 35 and under i would say they're really driving it but then that next generation older millennials gen x have caught on and nobody wants to feel like that anymore and they're into health and fitness growing their own gardens all of this stuff and as that movement continues to grow, I think CBD is going to be a big, big part of it. Plus the medicinal use. Yeah. Well, you got, so CNN actually had a report before New Year's came out and they were curbing any, any alcohol that shown on TV. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like, well, they're not showing people drunk uh, uh, at the ball drop anymore. There's literally, <laughs> that's that Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper were not allowed to drink on television. <laughs> it was a big, it was a big story. But there was actually an article a couple of weeks back on in Insider that was uh, the headline was alcohol's not cool anymore. Right. That was literally the the headline, and it was it, if you get a chance, dig it, dig into yeah, it, and well. read it. It's something. It's a great look at where we're headed. And I tell people this: I said within five to ten years, alcohol's going to take on, and I'm going to use the word the trashy approach yeah. that used that used to be hung on cannabis agreed because it's all science it's it is science right it's, yeah. it's, it's like yeah people are like oh show me the show me the science it's like okay how many reports do you yeah, want because there's like thousands you, of them you can't even you can't there's no argument there yeah. is no argument it's literally i mean it's it's insane but well, it, it's hey, just it, it, based on religion right, right? yep and what they thought I think it just goes back to government control. Well, hundred percent, actually, yeah. not in religion. It's it's hundred percent because the cannabis was in the Bible, so right. it, it's a hundred percent on government control. And you know, the, I, I always get a kick out of people saying there's not enough studies. It's like, well, is there not enough studies? Or are you just unwilling to study? Well, because that's it. there are so many studies out there and reports after reports of people that are getting benefit from it. And to touch on what you just said about CBD and this, so another interesting thing that's happening is the FDA is finally going to start looking at CBD and regulating it. And people don't realize up until, so Minnesota is unique. It is technically illegal to put cannabis in a, an edible product. So all these other states, it's technically illegal to have a chocolate bar, a gummy, because you cannot put a, 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 a substance into a food product. It's called adulterating food and the FDA, it's absolutely illegal. They've left it alone because I don't think they want to fight that battle with the states versus legal. Minnesota did a really unique thing when they actually, last July, when they moved, what they did is they moved the uh, they moved it to the Board of Pharma and the Board of Pharma doesn't get uh, funding from the federal government. So it no longer went under the USDA, so it no longer went under the FDA. So our gummies in Minnesota are 100% legal from a federal standpoint and a state standpoint because in the, it, we're not under the, the FDA guidelines. But with the bringing back what the FDA is about to do is they're going to actually regulate CBD and classify CBD as a supplement. And what, ha, what this is huge for uh, the future generations. Once they do that, CBD will get put into everything like vitamin D, E, and C. Sure. We'll, we'll end up consuming, I, I predict you'll end up consuming 5, 10 milligrams a day just in everything you drink and eat. Like it'll right. just be an added bonus. Right, 
Right. So I, I'm excited about seeing where CBD sure. goes from from that standpoint. You know, I don't take any THC products. Uh, right. So over 12 years. So it just, you know, for me, I'm a zero to hero kind of person. But, right. you know, it's, you know, CBD is uh, and CBG are the only two cannabinoids I take. But it's, uh, you know, it's interesting to see what, the health benefits and how people can use. And it's not, like I said, you got, you got the ABCs of cannabinoids, right? You got the CBD, CBG, CBN, right. Delta eight, Delta nine, you know, and, and hitting on that little point that I'd mentioned a couple of minutes ago about, you know, man manipulated cannabinoids. You got, you know, THCP and HHC. Is that the equivalent of a GMO type? Yeah. Gr- I like- mean, kind of, you could relate it that way. I mean, essentially you're, you're, you're taking, um, catalysts and heat and light and, um, oxygen and you okay. know, lots of different things. And, you know, you're manipulating the molecule in the lab. Okay. Um, and I got no problem with doing some of it because it's, you know, it can be safe. I have a problem with somebody doing it in his garage. Right. It doesn't have any testing equipment to make sure right. it's safe. Right. Uh, so, and you know, when you start getting into like THCP and some of these cannabinoids that are 20, 30 times more potent than Delta nine, is it safe anymore? Like, right. you know, there is a point that when you manipulate the can the, the molecule so much that you can't say it's safe anymore. Right. Right. And they're, they're in that bill. They, they kind of, they touch on it, you know, kind of almost every legislation kind of looks at it like, okay, if it's naturally occurring in the plant, then we're going to consider that a natural cannabinoid. You know, it, It'll be interesting to see how fast and how, like, when will you know more as to how this is moving along? Because when the governor, literally, when he wasted no time after the first of the year posting that, that tell, that tell, because I I watch, I follow him and see how he posts. I could tell that was top of agenda for him. I was like, he wanted to get it out there now. So people knew that it was being addressed. So I'm like, when will you guys know a little bit more? Um, so, I mean, honestly, we could do this podcast every month because right. I'm going to be going to all the committee members. Well, we will. Com- we yeah. will. Literally. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's every month that I think will give us a better indication. You know, I, I urge anybody out there that wants to get this passed, reach out to your Republican uh, senators. We need a couple some we need some Republicans. In fact, there's a spot left on the author of the bill, hoping that we can gain a. A re- if, here's, a Republican. here's what I would tell them if they want to get reelected. Yeah, I honestly, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm two, not kidding. I right? mean, there's two yeah. reasons why. I mean, I, we don't want to get too political. Yeah, here, but, but I mean, I know. It's, you know, it's yeah. <laughs> right. Roe versus way and the, yeah. and the, and the, you know, the cannabis, cannabis are two things that swung. Yeah, I mean, that is huge. And you know what? I hope the Republicans learned their lesson. This is going to be again here. The versus, you know, the almost 30 years I did, I did radio. The one thing about uh, podcasting that, I, I now know, I mean, I understood going in, but it's all more of the micro audience where you really hone in and you, cause everybody can do that. Now you can yeah. search what you want. Right. Yep. And our core audience is health and wellness, right? A lot of them alcohol free and they're into the, uh, the, the gardening. And yep. it's just like this movement. I, always, I, I call it this movement because it's not a trend. This is a whole, a couple of generations that are moving in a different direction. And this is big news to them and they're following it. So they like to hear the updates and find out where it's going. Yeah. Right. So it's, uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting discussion. And I look forward to, uh, we, we will do this on a monthly basis. We'll follow it and we'll, we'll see what's going on and then talk about some of the new products you guys are coming up with as well. Yeah. I, you know, like I said, I, 
I'm here to educate, you know, and take what we learned from right. up at the Capitol and, and help. You know, I've for the last year been educating the as much as I can the, the legislation because a lot of them don't know. You right. know, and if they if they never been told that, hey, reefer madness is <laughs> not a thing. If you're if you're one of our younger listeners, I encourage you to Google that. It's yeah. a, is it on YouTube? Where is it? Oh, now? Yeah, it's all over. It's reefer madness. Go, find it. Watch it. And you're going to laugh because yeah. it is just we think of it as bizarre. At that time, they thought they were educating people. Right. Which yep. is insane to me. It's, right. It's, it, the it's, misinformation was it's out so of control. Bad. It's it's almost I look at it because it, to me, it's almost comedic. Right. It's so yeah. bad. Right. So if you get a chance and you want a good laugh, check it out. And then if you want to know what's really going on, start digging into the science end of it. Yeah, right? for sure. Yep. And All right. Yeah, go ahead. Do anything else you want to say? Uh, you know, just like I said, we'll keep following up yeah, and keep as it goes through committees and finding out how it's going to, the final bill we'll start looking at. We'll keep everybody informed and see what, uh, you know, I think a lot of questions people are asking is, well, can I grow at home? You right. Know, and that's in that bill. Right. Uh, or another one, this is, this is huge. We get this. I've actually had multiple people message. Will you, during the summer months, see people out in public at like uh, at music festivals and stuff will it, and it's in an outdoor venue yeah will you see them smoking recreationally that there that's there's some language in there to try to curb that at right. first so will it because i know that in some states you have to be in the privacy of your own home or right. on your own yeah. property right yep. And I think there should be some control over sure. that because there yeah. is definitely a distinct smell to cannabis. Sure. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think the you know if you are vaping and and doing carts, that's a whole different thing because it's controllable and no one yeah. can like they you, don't smell. You it. could be vaping right now and I wouldn't be able to smell it. Right. But you know, when it comes to flour, I think that we you know we do have to be <laughs> walk down walk down the strip in Las Vegas now. Right. It's just I mean, if you're outside because right. everybody uses the vape yep. and the gummies and everything else when they're indoors, but just walk down the strips and it's just it's you, yeah. you you will smell it it's it's in the bill to try to curb that and I, right. I like i said i think at first it needs to like you know sure you know you got a culture shock to some people sure there are oh, people it's that gonna be that way yeah. bought into reefer madness and they think it's the <laughs> devil's lettuce and so you know and they shouldn't have to if they go into the concert enjoying the same concert right. you do they shouldn't have to smell it i don't think that they'll i don't think you're going to have that but you know what it, it's not a problem for people that want to partake yeah because with the with the gummies and the and the cells and and the vape pens and everything else you're gonna be fine yeah there's plenty of modes to take and ways and, yeah, there's ways to consume without yep. actually lighting up a joint exactly right yep. so all right matt little from the cbd centers we're gonna follow all of this stuff that's going on because i knew this was gonna be big news and when i saw the governor post literally it was one of his first social media posts following the new year i knew that they were they were taking action so good good chatting with you and uh, we'll look forward to next month, man. Sounds good.